question everything. Welcome all you creeps to murder on the creeps back to another glorious episode of murder on the 420 express this is mandy this is lisa and we are so excited the holidays are fucking over together again <laughs> together for the new year Woohoo! hope you guys had a last. safe fun also a bit reckless new year's eve night now i understand why a lot of like shows or podcasts or whatever have you they have those winter breaks oh for, dude for those holiday breaks like those tv shows it's been rough NBC trying to get NBC everything <laughs> like i can understand why they take breaks now because this shit is fucking stressful They're like it's the holiday season everyone's gotta go prices are getting jacked up we gotta purchase gifts for everyone and their cousins and their second cousins and their sister-in-laws don't forget cousin Vinny. don't forget cousin Vinny or cousin frankie don't forget aunt marjorie you just <laughs> know you have to remember all the aunts all the uncles all the cousins everything yes and then on top of that you go through thanksgiving you go through Christmas, you go through Black Friday, and you think you're buying stuff for everyone else when you really buy a lot of gifts for yourself, and then you come short on Christmas, and then what happens? New Year's? Then yeah. you got New Year's resolutions. It's just a lot to handle. There's a lot. That sounds so overwhelming. <laughs> it is. And to think that, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be really good this holiday season as far as food goes. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, I have this <laughs> shit under control because I don't usually. Purchasing food and stuff. Lose, well, I don't usually lose control over the holidays. No. Like, a lot of people. I lost the fight. What did you I do? I ate so much candy and so much <laughs> chocolate and so much You're like, all oh, chocolate. Like, I never felt so fat in my life. Really? What yeah. I, what I never. Oh, you... I shouldn't say fat. I should say I never felt so bloated in my life. Oh that gosh. Shit was fucking ridiculous. Oh man. But now I but understand I love it the all. struggle. Sugar cookies, holiday no, creamers. I will not go back to that sugar chocolate. cookie mess. No, I bought sh- these sugar cookies from Walmart, and I thought, oh, okay, great. Osiris will help me eat them, right? You ate them all. I ate them all. A L L A double hockey sticks. Oh, I hate double hockey sticks. Oh. You remember when you were little and you're like, you're going to go to heck. H-E double hockey sticks. Like, <laughs> H-E hockey That was stick. me as a little kid cussing. <laughs> H-E double hockey sticks. Oh, don't say that word. Don't say It's a bad word. Don't say that word. Oh my gosh. That word. I remember my very first bad word was shit. And I remember I was so, oh, I, I said it to mine. myself, and then I said it to my brother, and he was just, like, looking at me like, you said a bad word, and I remember I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But he couldn't say anything, because he started it, because he was a little dick, and he called me the B word. He called me a bitch. And I was like, 
something, something like you shithead or something. And it came out, but it felt so good. <laughs> but it felt so good. It was so wrong. I was like, I used it in the right context. But it felt so good. You know? <laughs> Mine, a tetherball was coming at my face and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Duck, hit back. What I do I do? <laughs> I straight up did that. I saw it coming for my face and I was like. Fuck! And then I ducked, and oh. then I came back up, and then I like watched it come around the pole like, again, Shit. and then I was just like, ah! Uh, no, have you ever done the weird like? I always catch myself doing this. Okay, I seriously have some type of complex sometimes where, like, there's something dangerous is happening, and I, <laughs> person my my body's like half go towards danger, half get away from danger. If I was in your situation, I'd put like one hand up to defend myself, and the other hand, like other half side of my body, would probably running in emotion, like to defend <laughs> myself. But also, like you know, I'm still gonna like try and fight. Yeah, I've definitely done that. I don't know what it is, but it's one of those things where it's like the instant reaction, like I'm gonna defend myself. Oh fuck, I'm fucked. Like, oh fuck, I'm fucked. <laughs> Like, what do I do in this situation? But, um, yeah. No, cussing with my brother was super fun because I remember when I first learned about all the cuss words. Well, I didn't even know all of them. But I remember I would sit in my room and I'd say them to myself, like, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Crap. You just reminded me of, like, a hairless cat that's just, (laughs) like, in his little cubicle. That's just like this, like, "Mm, yes, bitch. (laughs) Yes. That was me as a kid. Fuck. Yes. Getting more excited with it and then just keeping it on the deal. I'm like, and oh, then I'm you start, so bad. And then you start to purr and you're just a purr. Ooh, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much my life story. I'm just like, ooh, I'm going to get it. And I'm going to keep it to myself. Like, ooh, you bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Just like looking back at me, I sometimes wonder like if, time is in this huge loop if when I die I can go back and like look on me as like a kid growing up you know and see me from the outer perspective and be like okay this is what happened in that situation or man Amanda like you are pretty this is this is cute but this is also kind of weird like why are you cussing to yourself why are you say like whispering this in your room at night like oh you just never know but um anyways so do we have a strain of the day? No, because I'm lame and I don't. I'll tell you what we're smoking on, though. It's called, what is it, like Zulu cookies or something like that? <laughs> Cthulhu's cookies. Yeah, let me see if I can find this strain. Coming to you. I'm just going to tell uh, you how I feel. Me. Like, in all honesty, this is, like, amazing. So, my boyfriend got this new grinder, which is great. So, I feel like my highs are a lot fresher and they're also, like, getting me more to the level that I like to get at when I'm high mm-hmm. and not just like, oh, yeah, this is like a shitty high. It's actually like giggly and fun and like more of like that mental space, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, dry mouth for sure because my mouth is super dry right now. Um, giggly. I think it's really euphoric. I think the smell itself is very you know sweet really, and piney. You know what's really weird? Huh? I'm experiencing... Um, my ears popping. No, <laughs> okay. my ears keep popping. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. Is it like a little zzzz? No, it's like if you go up in escalate, like el- escalations. If you go up in escalations and you know when your ears start to pop. 
Um, I could see that. Okay, I wonder why. Oh, that's weird. Sometimes, okay, so Mike freaked me out one time because he was telling me about, like, how when you hear that little whistle in your eardrum, how it's, like, you know, it's oxygen, like, leaving your brain or whatever. No, it is not. So, like, <laughs> yes. It's so. actually your brain repairing itself. <laughs> I don't know if that's better, Lisa. It's like, you fucked me up. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked me up. I myself. <laughs> sitting here like I wonder what our ancestors did in all honesty like did they smoke weed did they take shrooms like were they just naturally high on their own produced DMT like what was the world like was it better or worse in those ancient times I feel like it was better imagine what the sky looked like I always think about that like the constellations like our city lights and everything are so distracting but imagine if you had nothing and it was just the stars imagine Can you how imagine how bright it would be before pollution Imagine how blue the waters were, how green the trees were, how beautiful everything was. Think about it. Like at night, it probably wasn't even that dark because the the, the sun, sky the is lights like were so yeah. Up, yeah. And people actually like worked in a reasonable spectrum, you know, like where they'd go to bed, sundown, get up, sunrise. Like they slept and worked for twelve-hour increments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, civilization the way it's like teetered now is so interesting to me but I would love to like at least check out a couple days in ancient past and see what it was like you know daily life like even those advanced civilizations like Mesopotamia even Pompeii was super advanced Pompeii had some of the earliest methods of fast food so I mean that's kind of a ridiculous notion but I still think that's cool to like go someplace that's get like lost. Get your pita here. Get your pita. They were like plates to go so it was like it was kind of like a pita plate and then they would have like the stuff on top so you could eat the entire thing and you just take it to go. Yeah they just would serve it up. I always thought that was really interesting. Um, cute. But anyways today we are talking about H.H. H. Holmes. Dun dun dun. Mm. And he is the first noted American serial killer. Now, mind you, America was still in its early stages. It is like 100, 100 and something years old, and or maybe a couple hundred years old at this time, and they never really experienced a serial killer, or at least one that was so noticeable and put out in like print, like in newspaper, to keep an eye out for it. Granted, there was always the Wild West, there was always outlaws, there was always this, and then in Europe and a lot of the ancient countries, like, they were or had serial killers, and they had, like, the mythological creatures that created these serial killers. Mm-hmm. But the U.S. was pretty much going through its in- industrial revolution and pretty much finding itself at this time that having a serial killer kill as many people as A.J. Holmes has is very interesting. So I'm going to get into this. How many people did he actually kill, like, noted? He confessed to approximately 27 murders. But it is estimated that he killed upwards to 200. Oh, shit. Oh, what was that? Timber! It was just the telephone. Oh, okay. Telefono. Mm-hmm. So, he was born May 16th, 1867. May 16th. What would that be? Taurus. Hmm. So, I'm gonna look up some Taurus male traits. Oh, I, oh, fuck, I don't have it with me. I actually have an astrology book. Remember the one? I got that one at a discount, guys. Yes, at least a discount. Taurus male uh, personality. Okay. So, getting into that, their positive sides is that they're steady, 
driven, tenacious, enduring, persistent, trustworthy, and patient. But their negative signs are materialistic, resistant to change, indulgent, possessive, and very stubborn. Um, their uh, ruling planet is Venus, which means they're really based on emotion. Uh, their polarity is receptive. Their mo modality is fixed. Um, their element is earth. And their ruling house, uh, which is the second one, is possession and money. So I'd assume that that kind of gives way that they're very money-driven, which is absolutely hilarious in this. They're super stubborn to change, super persistent, super kind of money-driven, super I emotionally driven. I learned about this in my astrology book, and I can't believe that I don't remember it. About Taurus? They are a... They're a bull. Fixed oh. sign. Yes. So they're right in the middle. Mm -hmm. So they are the ones that inhabit the earth the the earth element, element. the most mm -hmm. so <clears throat> they're very um leadership driven too mm -hmm. tauruses they i mean if you actually think about it like looking at a bull if you have a bull a bull will lead you but bulls are also pretty stubborn that i think they isolate themselves a lot more than they think is what i i've kind of realized with that I don't think it's isolation. I think it's more of like, because if you think about Earth, it's more of like grounded. They take a, they're like, like a Virgo. They take, they're very logical. They're very grounded. Like so, pragmatic. Yeah. Okay, so I could see it's that. it's not that they're like hiding their feelings. It's just more oh, so I don't like think they so. don't know how to. I think they, they. They don't know how to express it because it's not something that's worth expressing. Yeah. Well, what I'm kind of getting is I think that they push themselves to be a little bit more like the Mavericks and the Lone Wolves, you know? That it's, they can take leadership roles, but I think that I don't always see that in the case unless it's necessary. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. they'll step up to the plate if it's necessary, at least with Taurus. Um, so, getting back into it. So, he was a Taurus. And it's super funny when it says money and stubborn and also emotional-based with uh, the things with astrology because that's all that H.H. H. Holmes really was. He, before serial killing, uh, he was born Herman Mudgett in New Hampshire. <laughs> he was actually pretty well-made. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the <laughs> other H came from, and I don't know where Holmes... Holmes came from, yeah, Herman. I I could definitely see why he wanted to change his name because I feel like that would not be a very good name to have anyways. Oh, is that your new lip gloss? Yeah, I'm I really sorry. like it. It tastes really good. No, it looks good. It's like a very shiny, like holographic. Um, yes. When he, so he came from a wealthy family, so he really didn't have to worry about money. And, but when he was really young, it was said that his interest was in medicine because he used to capture small animals and dissect them and perform surgeries on them. Which, how many Doesn't serial killers that, torture? No, hold on. I'm sorry. That sounds a lot like I like killing and torturing little small animals. But I'm going to say that my interest is in medicine because it allows me, <laughs> it allows me to still um, do that. So, yeah. So, he actually used to torture small animals. Um... And that was kind of one thing that I first noticed because he didn't have, like, a head injury that I could um, pull up and he didn't have an abusive childhood that I could pull up. So that was part of his typical personality of a serial killer. Um, he also was speculated in killing a childhood playmate, although I couldn't find too much confirmed evidence in that. 
But I mean, where the fuck do you go from torturing small animals to killing a childhood playmate and then not end up as a serial killer? Yes, little Timmy. You have run your course as my best friend and I need your tricycle. You are no a necessity for me. You must die. You must die. You shall perish under this apple tree and I shall bury you over there in the cornfields. In the sandbox. In the sandbox. <laughs> yes, that's where little Timmy lies. <laughs> He's just little Siamese cat. He's like... Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. Bitch. <laughs> I guess this is horrible to joke about. I just imagine that to be H.H. Holmes. Um, There's got to be levity in this fucking podcast. There has to be. There has, has to, to be. Like, We're too high for this If you can't laugh about serial bullshit. killers, then yeah. Don't listen. We're too high for this bullshit. <laughs> um, and I'm actually smoking again, guys. Yay. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> I couldn't do it too long. I... I I miss weed so much. I was, like, grumpy, and I couldn't figure out why, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? What is different? And I realized, I think it's just, like, because weed does help my anxiety. It just, and it's not even that I'm, like, overly anxious. I think it's just normal, everyday anxiety that I need to just calm down and remain chill about. You know, my anxiety is mainly energy-based. Really? (coughs) I have come to find out. Mm -hmm. That you're just, like, it's energy based, so like if there's too many people around me, like I have a really hard time, um, concentrating. Oh yes, even there's too many people there. Do you want any? Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish that. You have a really hard time, so I was like waiting for you to finish oh. our time with what? No, no, I have a really hard time like concentrating or like even like remaining focused, and I have like a really weird instinct to like get out. Like I'm like ah, I can't really handle it very much. So, but that, like, this calms it down just a little bit. I just become really awkward and very stuttery. I understand that. (coughs) Because, um, most times, too, when I get socially anxious, I literally just put, I always, for some weird reason, I'm always, like, put your back to a wall because then you can observe everything around you. Mm -hmm. So I always find myself, like, in a corner of a room or, like, in a doorway or something to where everyone else is in front of me. Because then I can see everything that's going on, and that's when I become, like, super observational. So last night we went out to uh, our friend of ours. They're a couple, and they're a little bit older than Mike and I by about, like, 15 to 20 years. And they're really awesome, but their kids are a lot younger than us. (coughs) Mike's in his 30s, and I'm in my late 20s. So, but the wife who we went to go see... Her husband have, like, a 21-year-old daughter, a 24-year-old son. Jesus. But you realize, I realized last night that I was, like, I'm a lot closer to 30 than I am 21. And it was just one of those things where I was, like, they were very, everyone was super kind, but the daughter came in and she had, like, 10 of her friends. And it was just, like, all these, like, teeny boppers, you know? And I'm, like, I am over this. And I remember putting myself in the corner and I was just talking to Mike And I was just observing, and I was like, wow, I've never realized how maybe... I'm very sociable, but how, like, I get very uneasy in certain situations. Like, certain situations where I feel like uh, these are, like, idiot teenagers, and I don't know anything, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep... I'm gonna keep my cool, but I don't know what to do, you know? It's it's that... It's that middle age. 
the middle age. Well, also, Where and I hate get, to say it, but you don't trust them. You're get like, off what the my lawn. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm super chill by myself, and I'm like, I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. Like, I know what I was doing at 21, and I wasn't doing anything hard, but I was partying and I, I was having fun. I think that's what it is, is because like you know that they're having fun. Either it's that envy of like, bitch, I know you're having fun. And I <laughs> fucking hate you for that shit. Like, I wish I was that young and I could do this and this and this again. Or it's the I know exactly what you're doing. See, I think I, I had the second one. Shit. I think that was the second one because all of a sudden I felt it just kind of come over me where I was just like, nope. And plus, I gotta be honest, I think that the house that we went to last night, his friend's house, I totally think it was haunted. My dad's house is haunted. Oh, really? By okay. the previous owner. Really? So did they die mm-hmm. in the house? He died in the house. He oh. loved the house so much, he bought it without his wife's knowledge. Oh, my gosh. And then Surprised proceeded that to die in the house and oh. leave her with it. Wow. So she sold the house, and my parents ended up getting it. Um, but it was Did really... you notice anything when you were yes. there? So I would notice that like shadows would move out of the corner of my eye well one day I was in the kitchen with Osiris and I noticed it out of the corner of my eye and normally you're like what the fuck Mm -hmm. right but this time I was like nope you're gonna sit here and you're gonna observe it and you're Mm -hmm. gonna you know try and make out what it is and when I came to that conclusion in my mind I was like no you're gonna try and figure out what is right there if you Mm -hmm. think it's a shadow or if or it could be something else. Mm-hmm. The minute I thought that, I saw it move. Ooh. And then I, as soon as I saw it move, I was like, boom. And I looked and I was like, that couldn't have been the cat tree post. Mm-hmm. Because it looked, it was in the shape of a person. Interesting. And then I saw it move. And then I looked and the cat thing is just like this really tall thing. But it like has a like a cat tree arm. or cat. Yeah, it has a little arm thing that goes okay. out. Yeah. So I'm like, I can tell the difference. And I know that I, like, it, it was just really weird. Yeah. And so I was, I remember I was talking to, like, Morgan and my dad. And uh, I was like... So, you know you, you guys have, like, a spirit here, right? And they're like, Morgan's like, oh, yeah, I know. I've seen him a few times. And my dad's like, what? Is your dad, like, what? a total skeptic? <laughs> my, my, well, my dad's, like, not a total skeptic. Like, he'll, like, dabble and stuff like that. But, like, he's very Is this much, where he's, like, Sean? He's very much, like, to himself. Like, <laughs> he's, like, I'll think it. He's like, I don't want to actually think that. No, but this house last night, so... First off, the guys, uh, the house that we went to is one of Mike's um, installer installer buddies, so it's basically like Mike's boss. He's really awesome. Him and his wife are super nice, but their house had all these crystals around it, crystals that he had harvested and like granite tops and a bunch of stone. And he's actually, funny enough, he's a Taurus. Oh, really? Yeah, so, but he had a bunch of stone everywhere and everything was just like, you know, rock carries a lot of energy, which is why gemstones are so prominent. So you go into a person's house that has a lot of gemstones, I feel like... Maybe I also felt a lot of that energy there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was explaining it to Mike. I was like, it's sometimes like when you are in a place that you feel is alive. And you know that if you close your eyes, you can virtually go into, like, in your mind's eye, go into every single room and check out every single crevice, you know, because you can, like, feel it. Mm-hmm. And you know something's there. That's how I feel, at least. Like, my vision, like, expands when I close my eyes. That's how mm-hmm. I felt at that house. So I think that's why I was, like, such on a, I don't want to say, like, tense. But I definitely felt like my senses were heightened in their house. And then what validated this for me is we were playing darts in the garage and had music and, like, the young kids were, like, taking shots in the living room. 
and we were just out being like the old folks and like dude throwing darts but I felt someone literally and it was the weirdest thing put their hands like right here on my shoulder as if to like you know pass from behind like oh excuse me and I literally in my mind that's exactly what I thought I felt like someone saying oh excuse me mm-hmm. and I'm like I literally actually take a step forward because I feel this and I think that someone's behind me and I realize nobody's behind me and the moment that I realized nobody's behind me I didn't want to freak anyone out so I was just like looking and I looked over at Mike and Mike was a bit loaded because it's New Year's Eve so I don't think that he realized my look Mm -hmm. but I was like oh shit I was like this is true but I didn't get a bad sensation I got more of like a excuse me and I was just like this is so weird and it used to be an old rail rail workers house where they would have like two or three workers living there yeah it's a Jack and Jill so equal there's no master bedroom it's equal bedrooms and then a shared bathroom Mm -hmm. they have a living room in the front and then it goes into a kitchen and then their garage which actually is a two carriage garage not a car garage because they used to hold carriages in there is as big as their house basically maybe I mean it's a little bit smaller but it's crazy and they have this huge like and this is out in Sparks they have this huge like front yard and it was just very interesting to me, but I think it's just got a lot of history there, you yeah. know? So. That could be it, and especially with the crystals around it. Oh, heck yeah! But let's let's talk about H.H. Holmes' yeah. <laughs> house. There was, I I was going Is on a point with standing? this. Is it still standing? I would have to double check that. Let me actually ask this really quick. Is the murder castle of H.H. Holmes still standing? here. And then I'll go back into the history as well. So, if you guys don't know, the Murder Castle is in Chicago. Hmm. Yes. Is it still standing? And it says, so is there anything left of the infamous H.H. Holmes Murder Castle? The Holmes Castle was a well-known building in Inglewood well into the 20th century. Contrary to popular belief, the 1895 fire did not burn it to the ground. So that's really crazy. So he died... When did he die? 1896. Yep, so one year before his death, there was a huge fire there. The top two floors had to be rebuilt and remodeled, but the place was still standing until the late 30s when it was torn down to make room for a new post office. Speak, uh, I've spoken to a couple of people who still remember the place from when they were kids. The story was generally forgotten then, but people were still suspicious about buildings. Um, the post office doesn't occupy the exact same footprint as a castle, though in fact there is not much overlap at all. So it was turned down in the 30s, so it is not still standing, but you can still go to the place that is in place of it now. Which is a fucking post office? Yeah. Is that place haunted as fuck? I would imagine the land's probably very haunted. So, if you guys don't know, H.H. H. Holmes was famous for his murder castle, Um, But let's go back really quick. He went to college at the University of Michigan where he studied medicine and sucked as a student. He then almost didn't graduate because a widow went to murder. (laughs) Dude, well, he just sounds like kind of like a rich prick. It's like, oh, my family's got lots of money so I can just go have fun. And like, you know, he's off in his head, but he's got money. So he never has to worry about anything. So he's like that rich kid in... Ew, oh my dude, gosh, he's that rich that? kid that just doesn't starts give a fuck. Starts drama. Yeah, just starts yeah, drama. Yeah, and then decides to kill because it's fun. Yes, what is that one movie That's with... That's like the setting for a Reese Joker. Witherspoon, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Ryan Phillips. What's that Ooh. one mo- movie? You know what I'm talking about? 
where like Reese Witherspoon gets a bad boy and the stepsister's all into the weird stepbrother. You remember that movie? No, yeah, no. I know, no. Reese Witherspoon teenage movies. (laughs) Reese Witherspoon. Oh my gosh, what is it? Just Anyways. look up Reese Witherspoon, and you can probably find Reese it in our IBM thing. Actually, do you have IBM on your here phone? Let's see here. Uh, come on, more. Do, 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 do. Okay, well, I'm going to look it up later, and I'll post about it. Um, okay, so then he almost didn't graduate because a widowed hairdresser called him out in front of, like, his public area of graduation in 1894 because he supposedly falsely, quote, falsely promised marriage. What? Yeah, so apparently what I think is he was just a drama star and was, like, sleeping around with this widow and was like, yeah, of course I'll marry you, and maybe she had some money. Then maybe he learned he didn't have money, or maybe he just decided to back out on it and graduate, but he almost didn't graduate because it caused a huge scene in his university. Oh, my God. So he was born in New Hampshire, but after college, he moves to Chicago, where he becomes a pharmacist and went by the name of Dr. H.H. Holmes. Now, from my knowledge, I didn't read anything that he actually got a doctorate or that he even had any pharmaceutical knowledge received. Well, can you imagine back in those days? Back in those days, you're just like, well, I failed college. I don't know what else to do with my life. I'm just going to be a doctor. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to move across the country, (laughs) and I'm going to say I got my doctorate. I am Dr. H.H. Holmes. Dr. H.H. Holmes. Respect my authority. (laughs) <laughs> so there's like Herman Mudgett and there's H.H. H. Holmes and I really wonder too like looking back into this if he has some dis- disassociative identity disorder that gave him the alter ego and provided him the name like Herman Mudgett is nowhere close to H.H. H. Holmes like where did H.H. H. Holmes come from? I have no idea. It's like his alter ego. Quite possibly the world may never know because he is dead. He's dead, so, <laughs> I know, but that's what I think, too, like, that's how he was able to, like, clear his conscience of killing, like, I'll just be A.J. Holmes tonight. I'll just be A.J. Holmes tonight, I guess. Oh, so well, like, Dr. More Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got too high to finish that sentence, so I just went on another tangent, but that's, that's where I was going. That's totally fine. Um, so he would, uh, this is where his killings began. He would actually kill in the very beginning for property advantages. So he'd kill people and steal their, steal their property, steal their estates. Um, and this is also where he built his infamous murder castle. Dun, dun, dun. His murder castle was a large building that he kept building into. Um, it had secret passages, soundproof rooms, trap doors, and creepy enough, it also had doors that locked from the outside. Sorry, I'm looking at the reflection in the... In the- Oh, in your in the mirror? No, not in the mirror. In the in the window. Oh, right there. Uh, yeah, I'm almost like, cause I keep moving and I keep seeing, and I'm like, oh, that's me. And you're like, what is that little bobble over there? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it had doors that would lock on the outside. He even equipped it with a homemade gas chamber. Yeah. And he had a kiln in the back Dude, to cremate the bodies. It has to be somebody who is legitimately bored with their life. That's, that's what, what it sounds like. Well, a lot of serial killers too. They they don't get the same thrill. You know, like when you get 
your favorite candy bar and that's like exciting and a reward to you they don't get that same thrill they absolutely don't have the conscious or the idea of a reward system until it's like bigger and better they get bored very easily yeah so like they get bored with their romantic relationships they get bored of the people that they're working with so their emotions are sporadic and they're very intense interesting enough um, so in 1893, he was known as the Casanova of Carnage because he was seducing and killing multitudes, not just like one, two, or three, or four, but like seven to ten women, especially during the Columbian Exposition. So they had like, or um, yeah, the Columbian Expo in Chicago. So he would meet a lot of these women, a lot of these women that had money, and he'd kill them and take their, like, take their money. Or he'd get engaged to them, take their money, and then kill them for the insurance policies. I'm even though he came from bitch. money. Even I'm though he came from bitch. money. Well, what if somebody cut him off? That's what I what wonder, because if... there's not a lot about it. No, oh, well, maybe it's just... Well, what if the name he gives is wrong? Maybe if it... It, it does... Herman you know Budget what? gets no. money, but H.H. Holmes know what? is not. He's a hard-working man, killing those women, getting that but, money. No... See, how I think of it is, is that, like, he never came, he came from nothing, pretty much. Like, maybe he came from, no. No, he came from money. He came from money, okay. He did. That's well, what then, makes yeah. him a little rich prick. What? Okay. Well, then that goes he came from money. money. Yeah, he just must seem bored. He just seems bored. Yeah, he's a thrill he seeker. He might be, seeker. he might have gotten cut off by Daddy Dearest, and They don't just, talk a lot about his family, I'll tell you that. Maybe well that's that's the weird thing is is that if there's not if there's nothing on his family then what is to say that he actually came but he just also rich. seems pretty greedy because so he in his pharmacy that he ran mm-hmm. he would also hire employees and the stipulation for him hiring them besides being a good qualified worker was that they would purchase uh, life insurance so he could just kill them off and collect the policies. Let that sink in for a second. Imagine if my mom came to you, because this is just for you guys, and my mom happens to be Lisa's boss, and she was like, Lisa, you gotta get, <laughs> you gotta get life insurance. And you never speculate, and then one day she's like, I could use ten grand. Off with your head. <laughs> Man, I would come back and haunt somebody so fucking hard for that shit, and be like, you don't know how much energy and effort I put into this job and this is how you reward me? If the time loop is actually real and you can go back in time and like check yourself out, you're the person setting off the, uh, that was setting off the paper towel machine in the bathroom. <laughs> That's me, guys. We used to have a haunting in our office where the paper towel machine would go off yeah. in the bathroom and you would just hear it. Everything would be shut off. There'd be no drafting. There'd like, be nothing. You fucking yes. go in there first thing in the morning, Gosh. turn on the lights, open up your computer, you sit down, and all of a sudden you hear... It's like, hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Been waiting for human contact. Hello, little Sally. How are you doing today? Oh my gosh, I know. Oh, that would always freak me out. So anyways, uh, it was for monetary gain. Like I mentioned earlier, he'd require his employees to purchase health insurance. Like I said, I would assume it's the case he needed to kill any of them. He would then usually sell the bodies of his killed victims to medical schools after the killings. 
I think it's just crazy the fact that, like, medical schools used to just purchase bodies off the street back then. Like, there was a huge epidemic, especially even in freaking, like, England and the UK. I want that body, I want that body, and th- no, not that one. That, that one's, one's ginger. Too... We don't need the ginger. No, ginger. We need that one. <laughs> that one, that one's gone. That one's fine. No, we need the one with the stabbing. We need the one with the, oh, I don't know what happened. It looks like a choking death. And we need the guy that fell down the chimney. Those are all really great. Surgical. Bodies. For surgical purposes. Only. Surgical. Medical. Property. <laughs> that doesn't mean you get to lick them, Igor. Stop it. Get away. Get away. <laughs> get away. Well, and then it also freaks me out. Like, people get really weird about, like, the stuff with the dead. Like, purchasing bodies from medical school. But also, you gotta think back when opium dens were a thing, okay, like when people just freely smoked heroin, that they would also... Freely smoke heroin. <laughs> like, just, whatever, go off on a trip. I never thought those two words would be in the same <laughs> sentence together. Freely smoked heroin. Dude, I think that's like the trippiest thing to think about. And then, you know, there's gotta be that one guy, too, who decided to dip his joint in embalming fluid. Like, who thought of that shit? And I know that came out in some weird, uh, weird, like, 1800s, like, early 1900s or even 1700s. It's some probably weird the guy named Igor who's licking, licking the, the dead feet. bodies of yes. the purchased medical bodies. Yes. Purchased bodies He's probably like, you know what, I could probably smoke this and get really high. <laughs> I'm not allowed to lick the feet anymore, so what am I going to do? I'm going to. I need to get really I'm high right dip now. dip this cigarette. Oh, God. In this embalming fluid. Fucked up. It's so, so gross. Uh, after, he, uh, after he began selling the bodies to medical schools, he kind of went on this, like, fraudulent scheme of a lot of different, like, mini frauds. But he was arrested because he burned his ho- own house down. And then he claimed an insurance on it. And I think the insurance companies might have finally been catching on to him. Because I'll tell you, after probably 23 claims of insurance... On, on shit like your house, your workplace, your employees. I think they're starting to catch on that maybe you're like getting ten thousand dollars, ten thousand a piece. Mm-hmm. Might not just be for like goodwill, you know, or no. help me out while I'm out of my employee for a time being. Hell no. Um. So after that, he escalated to trying to scam the insurance companies, uh, for the fake death of his friend Ben Peitzel uh, but what ended up happening is he got caught up in many others like I said smaller schemes and then he killed Pre- uh, Peitzel I think it is or yeah Peitzel he ended up killing Peitzel like emotionally so he got caught up in all these other schemes and then last minute when Peitzel was actually it was just supposed to be faking his own death he just decided to kill him off he felt like Peitzel wasn't good for the business so he's like well instead of faking your own death I'll just fucking kill you what a sadistic douchebag yeah, no, he definitely double-crossed. and he's, You know what? Fuck you. No. <laughs> I would. You know what? I don't need you. I don't need you anymore. You're bad for business. Boom. Why do we putting English accents to an American? I don't <laughs> I understand. Don't <laughs> I feel like when you say H.H. H. Holmes, I just feel well, like it H. comes H. off. Well, H.H. Holmes or even like 1800s, you're just like, yes, they all talk like this. Everything was. Everything in, was in just like In the 1800s, it was all just London. It was London. all just London. <laughs> London. I am from London. <laughs> oh my gosh. I also want to check out. I have to check the timeline, but I want to see when the... Um... Are you from London? <laughs> London. <laughs> we are from London. <laughs> gosh, that sounds horrible. Um, so, 
I also want to check when Jack the Ripper was going around versus H.H. H. Holmes, because I feel like there's a weird, like, serial killer strike in each country, but I'd have to go back to that. So, after Peitzel died, after he murdered Peitzel, one of his only friends, um, he convinced Peitzel's widow that it was all an act, and even gave her $500, how courteous, out of a $10,000 oh. life insurance policy. Oh. His Thank 500 you. Thank you for this lovely $500, which is literally chump change when it comes to $10,000. Especially in that time. He was like, you have to believe me, he's still alive, here's $500. You have to believe me, he's still alive. I don't know where the fuck he is. He may be hiding from you yeah. because you're a crazy ass bitch. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe Pipes was like, kill me, my wife's horrible. Like, maybe that's what happened. But I'm pretty sure he just killed him just for the fun of it. Like, and then you think back to his murder house, like, you can research how some of his victims are killed, but he had a fucking built-in gas chamber. He was Hitler of Chicago. He had doors that locked from the outside. He had secret passageways and trapdoors. Imagine, like, running away from him in this house Aww, that was man. all just trapdoors, doors See, that he could lock in, again, gas chambers, just... and he had a, his own kiln to burn the bodies. You know what? He's just one bored He's just one individual. Fuck, like, what the heck? Um, you know, because when I'm bored, I don't necessarily build my own gas chambers. But, you know, <laughs> there are two types of people, okay? Apparently. Those who kill and those who don't. There are two types of people. People who, when they get bored, they just find something better to do with their time. Yeah. Or the people who get school. bored. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Get your degree <laughs> in baking. Get your degree or be a fake or, doctor like H.H. Yeah. Holmes. <laughs> or, yeah, just continuously fake your life and scam people and insurance Dude, he companies. he must have gone like, a high from it, you know? A high from, like, seducing he all these women and killing did. them. So, you know, getting probably, all the money. What? You know, he probably did. He had a, probably a secret room in which, in his little murder castle that he probably, after he just got a big chunk of change, all I can imagine <laughs> is him, like, just... With huge bags of money just going into this room. Just this specific room. (laughs) And just like, he looks like this little fucking leprechaun. Like, I've got my gold (laughs) coins. (laughs) Get away from me. And as soon as he gets into this room, he just like sits down. He just like meticulously counts his money. He meticulously counts his money as he jerks off to like I was going to say, you have to put him jerking off because you know he's getting off on this. Yes. Whenever something happens, you know he's probably got the secret room where he just jerks off. He just goes like, in there and he's just like, mm, yes, oh, another hundred. Another hundred. Yes, another hundred. Mm, yes. You never want to touch his money. You don't know what's yeah. happened to it. Oh, so nasty. It is gross. He's just like, H. right H. here, Clyde. Money. Yeah, exactly. Fucking take out the garbage. Oh, and then Clyde's gosh. just like, oh, uh, sir, that is, is a lot of tissues. <laughs> sir, what, what is on this this, this what's bill? What's on this dollar bill? It's wet. What, what is this? It's, it's, ugh. It's, it's very... a funky smell to what, it. What, sir? What is going on? Exactly. No, he just totally... His, like, dollar bills, like, they all they stick, just stick really hard. They just stick together. That's so nasty. <laughs> oh, it's just his, like... Oh, his J's. Oh, AJ Holmes. <laughs> you know, there was probably just one person that accidentally, while running through his house, found that room. And they were just like, oh, gosh, kill me now. He was just, he was just like. Not my jacking off murder money room. Oh, he probably got real pissed at that and decided to put a trap door in front of, of that. Yes. 
Um, you know what? Look up a picture of H.H. Holmes, too, because he has quite the mustache, so I can totally see <laughs> It's him. just like this handlebar like, mustache. Can you imagine somebody with a big, giant handlebar mustache? That was his little bowler hat. Looking down, like, da- like mm, looking yes. up at you like this, like, mm, yes. Yes, mm. yes, I jack off to my money, yes. like <laughs> <laughs> a little leprechaun. Uh, no. Um, so, <laughs> going back to this. Then, here's the icing on this cake. So, he gives his widow, to his friend's widow, after he killed his friend, 500 bucks, and was like, don't ask any questions. Then, he thought his friend's children, because his friend had five kids that were all, like, in the teenage years, like, early to late teens. He thought that they would suspect uh, him, like, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes thought that his friend Peitzel's children would suspect him of murdering the friend. Mm-hmm. So, he ended up just killing at least three of them that he thought would <laughs> suspect him the most so he kills okay so he kills his friend he gives his wife his widowed wife five hundred dollars policy and then he's like fuck it the kids are gonna find out and then kills three out of five like this poor widow <laughs> she's like fuck she's probably the one that was just like it was that fucking h.h H. H. Holmes. Holmes it Dr. was fucking Holmes. him i fucking knew it my she husband was wasn't the, the greatest, but... She's probably the one that went to the fucking police and was just like, there is something fishy going on here. There oh, dude. No, actually, she didn't. What? I don't know. She, I don't know. fucking I don't dumb. know. Maybe they didn't, like, listen to broads or something, but she definitely didn't go. And from my knowledge, his actual jail buddy, Marion Hedgepeth... <laughs> Sorry. What? Just taking this name really quick. Marion Hedgepeth. <laughs> Is it Hedge Peck or Hedge Peck? It's Dr. Marion Hedge Peck. Hedge Peck. With a T-H. Hedge Peck. Hedge Peck. Like, you cannot be this. You are not the scariest motherfucker out there if your name is Marion Hedge Dude, I would not want to cross a person oh, who's shaking in my Hedge Peck. It's Hedge Peck. Don't bother Hedge Peck. Oh, shit. It's Hedge Peck. You pissed off the Hedge Peck. Like, I don't know what you were in there marrying for, but I can guarantee you it probably wasn't a hard time for murder. Christ. Oh, my God. Anyway, so he actually put together the pieces of of H.H. Holmes' killing of Peitzel, Ben Peitzel, and alerted the authorities after Peitzel's death um, that the killer was H.H. Holmes and that they needed to investigate him. He was tried and convicted, not of the multitude of women that he killed. Let me just remind you, this was before women had the power to vote. And this was when women were given $500 out of a $10,000 life policy. Bullshit. (laughs) Yes. That's Trump change. So he was tried and convicted in Boston, Massachusetts in 1894. He died May 7th. So that was just a few days before his birthday. uh, 1894. So he was, or 1896, excuse me. So he was 29 years old when he passed away. 29. He did all this shit before he was 29. During his oh, yeah. time... Okay, so this definitely sounds like Holden from Catcher in the Rye. Okay. Do you remember yeah. him? I read this that book back in high school. crazy ass, depressed kid who you don't know if he's telling the truth or not on anything. This literally sounds like a product of what Holden Caulfield would have been. There's a Colin Farrell movie that I need you to watch, which this reminds me of H.H. Holmes. Let me look it up. Colin Farrell Movies. I love how she's like using <laughs> Siri. This is bullshit. <laughs> 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 you 
You know, I got Bixby, bitch. (laughs) Phone wars. Just so you know, iPhone's better. (laughs) Just so you know, I don't use my personal assistant because I have an Android or a Galaxy, whatever you want to fucking call it, and I can just... You just, you you put yourself to work and you look up movies the old-fashioned way, that little type in the... With with your thumbs and your fingers. (laughs) Shut up! My nails need to be trimmed, but I have to wait for my nail appointment. I've been gluing these two tips on for the last week, okay? Like, they fall off. I don't want uneven nails, okay? No, I hate that. So, if these two fall off, they have to be glued back on. (laughs) Because if I can't find the tip, guess what? All the tips are coming off. All of them. And I don't want that. She'll come into work the next day and there'll be nothing. Like, what happens? You're pretty, oh. What happened? <laughs> I'm going to go to my nail tech for my nail appointment, and she's going to be like, what the fuck did you do to the nails that I gave you? And then I'm going to be like, if they fell off. All no, of them No, I'd the rather show time. up with at least glued on tips to show that I have <laughs> that you had the commitment. You I had have pride. <laughs> yes. I can make it the three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I get the gel polish, but my nails grow out so fast. Plus, they wear out so much, like, with being in the field. Mm. I'm like, oh, my pretty nails. Um, the Killing of a Sacred Deer. So, if you guys have the time to watch it, I would definitely recommend it because the guy, I think it's Barry Kegoin. I don't know how to pronounce it. What's it called? The Killing of a Sacred Deer. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. This yeah. sounds like Dances with Wolves. Well, this is Dances of Wolves, H.H. H. Holmes' cousin. Oh. <laughs> I would definitely recommend um, watching that. And then I want to look up one more thing on Siri. Oh, shit. What is or what was H.H. H. Holmes' last dinner? Oh. I guess I should say last meal. Okay. I found this on the web for what was H.H. H. Holmes' last dinner. Cool. Okay. Tastytricks.blogspot.com has said, Breakfast with the Murder Demon, the last meal of H.H. H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. So, let's look here. It's probably towards the end. This information must be super, super fun or important. <laughs> Well, it looks like he had boiled eggs and toast, like soldiers and and uh, poached egg, like a soft boiled egg. That's that was fucking his last... disgusting. You've never had that? I mean, oh, I mean egg that and soldiers. Sounds, I mean, that sounds really good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but that's your <laughs> last fucking meal is just eggs and, and toast. And in Boston, like you think that you, I mean I don't know how the food was back then, but I would definitely do like a steak or do a big. That was my last meal. But yeah, so he had little. Um, Toast soldiers and a, a poached egg and black coffee. He seems like a simple man. He just he killed for like what he wanted. He sounds like fucking Holden Caulfield if he really, like, wanted to be. If Holden Caulfield really wanted to be a fucking We have to definitely killer. do a series on, like, good books, too. I've got a few books that we can talk about. <sighs> the Alchemist. Catcher in the Rye. The Accident is what I would say. If I you haven't... Or the woman who walked in the doors. Ooh, That's another a good, one. good one is the ta- what is it called? It's the the tales of Charlotte Doyle or something like that. It's about a young girl who 
goes from England to America, mm-hmm. but it's like back in like the seventeen or eighteen hundreds where you have to go on a clipper ship and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So, but the ship that she's on is actually run by pirates secretly. Oh, interesting. And so she goes through like hurricanes. Like she, like she was always different from like the other like girls of her age. So mm-hmm. like she actually turns into a pirate herself at the end of the book, which That's is really awesome. cool. That's awesome. That's a good book. Uh, quick question. Have you seen that show Tidelands? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a Netflix original series. It's um, cocaine smuggling mermaids. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's all insinuated, but it's based in Australia, and it's a, kind of a drama, but I thought it was super fucking cheesy when I first, like, it, obviously they're not going to outright say that, but it's all insinuated. Um, But I was like, my sister told me about it. I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot. I have finished, there are eight episodes or nine episodes on Netflix, and they are absolutely amazing, and as cheesy as it is, it's also really gritty and crazy. It's like a mermaid version of Game of Thrones and American Gods put together. Get the fuck, you know what, Watch We're it. watch it. Watch it, and then you're gonna, like, you're gonna be like, I, I finished a Game of Thrones, by the way. I'm all caught oh up. Oh my gosh, I need to catch up, so don't tell me anything. I am all caught up, and let me just tell you. It's right fucked up. Now. I want a goddamn dragon. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. She also wants to be called Khaleesi. <laughs> I had a dog named Khaleesi. I don't know. Yes, but it's Khaleesa. Khaleesa? <laughs> yes! Cut, print. That's it. That's the name now. <laughs> Gotta change it again. <laughs> Elisa. Somebody's no, gonna be like, better. I got one better. Can Elisa? What? Can Elisa? Like cannabis, Elisa. Oh my god. <laughs> that is now going into my phone. Can Elisa? I feel like I'm saying can Elisa. laugh at our podcast as much as we laugh during our podcast i think that that's you know what like that gives the... me hope because i'm at least healing somebody's soul with my laughter okay. with my humor you guys all know that you're smiling at this right now um so i have one last thing to present to you guys this evening and that is a quote from hh H. holmes and it is doth thou enter thy murder house <laughs> Because it's not just, it's not Game of Thrones, it's Game of Holmes. <laughs> what would it be? Um... It's not George R. R. Martin that's doing the killing, though. <laughs> no. It is Dr. H.H. Holmes. It is Dr. H.H. Holmes. <laughs> so, a quote from the man himself. I was born with the devil in me, and I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing. I was born with an evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I was ushered into the world, and he has been with me since. Ooh, I did not just say that. Why? Oh, (laughs) 
I thought you were freaking out about the possessed. No, well, I'll have to bleep myself on that one. You mean to tell me? <laughs> beep. <laughs> this beep. You should just go like. Uh, you should just say. You should just put it in a rooster. This that would be so awesome. This is like the SpongeBob episode where he has like all oh, his the different dolphin. <laughs> Thirteen <laughs> bad words, and he's like, yeah. Hey, Squidward, how the fuck are you? <laughs> Squidward all, like, freaks out. Everyone's just like, oh, my gosh. And then Mr. Krabs has oh, to Oh, no, his, his mom hits her foot, remember? And they're all painting her house because she they all said oh, that Oh, yeah, words. and she like, and says she's... all 13. Yeah. Or he's like, mother, I haven't even heard. Of... <laughs> I don't know what kind of crap that is. <laughs> mother. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> mother. I haven't even heard of that 14th word. Because she's like a... Isn't it she was a Mr. Herself? Jenkins down the road. <laughs> and they were like, oh. <laughs> uh, I love Spongebob. Hey, we're actually making pretty good times tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have today about H.H. H. Holmes and Canalisa. <laughs> Canalonia. I feel like I'm saying something totally... I'm just going to call you Kalisa because I feel well, like that's Well, I've got better. a really interesting fact. I found this out as I was driving to Ocean Shores. Oh, okay. Um, That the Olympic National Forest area was named after Olympia, or named Olympia, in reference to... Um, Olympus? Mount Olympus, the person who discovered it back in 17-something, rather, he said that it looked so beautiful that gods could live on it. Wow. So that's why he said, that's why he named it Olympia, and the highest peak is Mount Olympus. Wow. That's really cool. I like things like that. I mean, because if you look at it in, like, in Greek mythology and a lot of ancient like religions that predate Christianity, there's still always a heaven, mm-hmm. earth as the middle earth, and then hell. Mm-hmm. But there's all different like variations of it. But like Olympia mm-hmm. or Olympus always was, was really, really cool. cool. That's because, a really cool fact. Um, driving through Aberdeen, it says the gateway to Olymp to the Olympics or gateway to the Olympia or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I was like, I wonder why they call it like Olympia up here. And that's what it's called. Apparently, that's what it is. Imagine what it looked like in ancient times with the stars. Well, there's actually three glaciers on that mountain. Wow. It's really beautiful. Like, imagine seeing a glacier. Like, that's what I thought was really cool about Iceland is, like, half the terrain is, like, these lava rocks and the other half is, like, like glaciers. That's so cool, though. Oh, Iceland was a trip, dude. If you guys ever get the chance to go to Reykjavik, I highly recommend it. If you guys ever get the chance to go anywhere, just do it just because. Unless it's prison. I mean, that would kind of suck. If you don't... Just do it. Go to prison. <laughs> just Fuck do it. it. Go to prison. <laughs> Throw your life away. Not really. Please don't do that. Don't we do don't that. We are not condoning that at all. No. no. But I would say if you ever get the Love chance to go anywhere, cool. Love and life. Exactly. Love and life, guys. Positive vibes. Don't be a serial just killer. Just fucking take the positive vibes. I think we can kind no, of wrap saying. this season up with don't be a serial killer. I think that serial don't killers don't. be a serial don't. killer because then you're just going to be a giant douchebag. Then you're just going to die in prison. All the serial killers that we've talked to have died in prison. Or they've just died horrific deaths in general. They don't live very long. I know that, you know, you die young if you if you live hard. Oh, they, but... 
good die. Or is it only the bad or the only the good die young? Only the good die young. Yeah. But apparently only the wicked die young, too. Hey, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Nope. And I can tell you right now, it's And probably... obviously for H.H. Holmes, money doesn't grow on trees, but it grows on people. So he kills those people. Yes. And don't forget about him jerking off on the money. Don't touch <laughs> Holmes' money. Don't touch <laughs> Holmes' dollars. They're nasty. Or use some dad. sanitizer. That's but fucking gross. I think that this was a really cool season, and I think this was a really cool, um, you know, we, we discovered seven serial killers. Some are well-known, and some are not as known. That's true. But we'll definitely be going back again, and we're really excited for our next season to come out, which will be up and coming, and that will be a surprise to you. Yay! Yay! All right, peace out, Girl Scouts. We are going right. to blow this popsicle stand. Oh, shit. We're going to blow 